Hello, thank you for joining me. Welcome back. I'm making plans for a new mystery book for a series provisionally entitled The Jesse Kirkles Chronicles. Our hero, Emily Castles, is an amateur sleuth. She has been invited to a party in a big dilapidated house at the end of her street. There she witnesses what appears to be a murder. Um, the party has been put on by a troupe of theatre performers who have come from all over the world and are staging little mini performances during the course of the party. And one of the most thrilling acts is the knife throwing. Two sisters who are blindfolded throw knives at each other simultaneously. And as Emily watches in a, in a crowded grand hall of the house, one of the sisters dies. And instead of one of the daggers sticking out of her chest, she has an ordinary long-handled kitchen knife. So, of course, people go mad. They call the police. Um, and that's where we left the podcast last time. Um, let's go back a little bit. Before we get to that point... Emily explores the house. She also meets some of her neighbours, uh, many of whom she knows um, by sight but not by name, although she knows some of them by name if she's taken in parcels for them. Um, there's, um, there's Dr Muriel, for example, who lives opposite, and um, she's a, a large, hearty, squarish woman, the colour of concrete. And she comes out of her house roughly at the same time as Emily does, um, and she's pulling a trolley, a two-wheeled trolley along, and she, she greets Emily, and so we're introduced to her, because what we need to do is get to the murder fairly quickly so that the readers are um, intrigued and interested and want to stay with the story, but we also need to give some background information about some of the characters who we're going to meet, so it would be good to bring Dr Muriel in. She's going to be uh, the, the voice of reason, but also a, a fairly eccentric and amusing character who tells it like it is. She's a... Um, Emily believes her to be a, a professor of Essex, whatever that means. And Essex is a county in England. Uh, but it turns out that Dr Muriel is actually a professor of ethics. Um, and she is rather old-fashioned uh, by today's standards she's a she's a feminist and she believes in the value of education and art for art's sake um, much like the, uh, the the visitors the interlopers in the house who put on this party for no other reason it seems than to entertain their guests they don't make any money from it they're not charging um, but part of the interest and the, the tension in the story will be between the people who live in the street, Emily's neighbours, and these new people who've come in and begin to cause chaos. Um, Emily, Emily, as she explores the house, is picking up clues, although she doesn't know it at the time. Um, She's, uh, she sees, and I mentioned this in the last podcast, she sees these two sisters in the boudoir and they, they seem 
they, they seem displeased that Emily peeks in on them, although that in itself could be one of the performance elements. But they close the door on her. So she must have seen something that she shouldn't have seen. And she also um, sees one of the sisters run past her with the knives. Um, I've been planning this. I've got, I've, I've got the... Um, the, the hero, Emily, our amateur sleuth. I've, I'm going to start introducing the characters. Um, we've got the love interest, Peter, who praises um, her, her cheesy potato bake that she's brought along to the party. Um, what we need to do is have an ending, and, and I know how it ends. I know who the murderer is. I'm not going to reveal that in these podcasts, though, just in case you decide to read the book. Um, but I know certainly, and, I, and of course, um, as well as resolving the mystery elements, I also know that at the end of the book, um, Emily herself will have found um, new friends. She'll have started to build um, a, a village-like community with her neighbours who, um, who will meet again in the next book. And she herself will have found some sort of resolution because we start the book with Emily feeling a bit sad because her dog, Jessie, has died. And Jessie is going to appear in the book. And Emily will, will draw strength from, um, from feeling that Jessie is close and that she's helping to solve the mysteries. Um, I know what one of the twists is, which I can reveal, I think, because we're going to have uh, more than one twist and hopefully more than one murder. Always good to um, keep things rolling along. So the first twist is that when the police arrive, the place is in chaos. Um, people are running around all over the place. Uh, the, the, the dead sister has been dragged off, leaving um, blood on the floor. Um, when the police arrive uh, and are told that a murder has taken place and that there are many, many, many witnesses, um, well, what do you know? The the two sisters turn up again. Um, the sister who had apparently died is there in her stained costume um, with the knife still sticking out of her chest. Um, she pulls it and it turns out it's just a prop she pulls it from her costume and she and her sister hold hands and bow and smile and everyone gasps and is astonished and then claps and it seems that it's just another effectively a halloween performance this is this is all taking place um it's a bonfire party around the same time as halloween um it has been a fantastic theatrical trick apparently um and yet and yet emily's not sure you know she looked at that girl and she saw the light going out of her eyes remember she's only just seen her dog die about a week before and and that was the first time she'd ever seen a fellow creature die um and then it's just happened again and it was um it was the it was the same she she's sure this girl has died and yet and yet here she is smiling and walking around in front of her. And there are a few things that don't really add up. Um, the suspicious behaviour of the sisters who, uh, and obviously I'll, I'll write this, but when, but when she goes to the boudoir, she, 
she finds out that their names are Lottie and Lily, so it makes it easier for the readers to follow. I don't have to keep calling them the two sisters all the time and saying one sister's dead and the other isn't. Um, so it seems that Lottie has died, and yet here she is smiling and bowing. But something, a few things just aren't quite right, but in the um, excitement, um, and everyone's a little bit giddy with the punch, and there's loud music played with played by Suki, our Japanese DJ. Um, the, the the police who turn up, of course, they're not um, Tweedy Scotland Yard police. They're modern day police in their white shirts and um, with their walkie-talkies crackling and with their bulletproof vests on. And um, they they see very quickly that that no crime has been committed. They talk to a few people and reassure them. Uh, but there are, you know, there are there are murders and um, and knife crime, and then and then silly silly children setting off fireworks. All sorts of things that have to be investigated on a very very busy weekend. So they they're very quick to leave. So that's our first twist, which is that there there apparently has been no murder, even though Emily is sure that she has seen something um, committed. Um, she's she wants to talk to Peter about it because he was he was standing next to her. He saw the same thing. She wants to talk to Dr. Muriel and find out what Dr. Muriel made of it. Uh, she seems like a very sensible witness type person who could help to. Um, evaluate the fact so she's already now slipping into her amateur sleuth mode and she's starting to interview people and wanting to sift evidence and wanting to make a note of what she herself has seen so um, I'm going to go and write that up and uh, I hope you'll join me for the next episode bye bye